This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva. Hello, and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Candreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. The SECURE Act 2.0, a piece of legislation crafted with the goal of improving retirement saving options for Americans, including those with 401ks and 403bs, was signed into law by President Biden on December 29, 2022. As a part of the broader Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023, the legislation piggybacks on the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act of 2019, which is more commonly referred to as the SECURE Act. During today's show, we're going to discuss some of SECURE 2.0 Act's highlights. The information I'm going to share with you today comes from an Investopedia article, SECURE 2.0 Act of 2022. Should you want to review the article yourself, it's available at investopedia.com. But before we dive into the SECURE Act 2.0, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. I know you're a baseball fan, Tony, so I'm guessing you're excited that spring break is about to start. Or wait, spring training. Yeah, spring. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, there you go. Spring <laughs> spring break. <laughs> I'm not a my college days are long behind me. Uh <laughs> Blake, but but spring training, that is great. Yeah, in fact, uh, my twins, my Minnesota twins are uh in Florida as we speak. I think they've already started spring training or They've already started losing games or Oh, probably oh. <laughs> yeah, the twins probably yeah minnesota has a long sordid history with uh sports teams that can't quite go all the way but the twins i was at a world series in uh in 87 when they won the world series so i was there yeah, i was two then so you know yeah and they won again in 91 so 87 and 91 the twins won two world series Within not too many years there. So, yeah. So a good 20-year drought now going on here. <laughs> yeah, 20-year drought, yeah, yeah. But considering there's a million baseball teams and they play a million games, I'm, you know, yeah. it's to be expected. Yes, it there is. There are a lot of teams out there that have still never won a World Series. So Yeah, mine has, so thankfully I can count on that. Who's your team? The Dodgers. Oh, yeah, L.A. Dodgers. Yeah. Yep. I've been to when I lived in LA. I went to a couple Dodgers games. So th- those are that's a lot of fun, right? Yes, there. it is. Ton of fun. Yeah, you've been you've been to a game, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I went to my first game in ni- 1987, actually. Oh wow, the year I was at the World Series. Yep. That's cool. yeah, yep. We uh, we weren't anywhere near the World Series, but you know, yeah. Recently, we've been doing a lot go. better. Yeah, 
That's good. Well, um, yeah, you have. So, um, yeah, spring training. I mean, I can start watching baseball again, uh, although I enjoy football as well. Uh, but today, you've got a home run topic. <laughs> uh, pun, pun intended, right? <laughs> there we go. I was okay, waiting there, for that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. So, um, you know, uh, you addressed on previous uh, shows, you, a while back we talked about the original Secure Act mm-hmm. when that was signed. Mm-hmm. So an update is in order, and they kind of snuck this one in at the end of last year. So a lot of it starts to take uh, to take effect this year. It's an important subject, I think, for people who are either planning on planning for retirement or already retired. Uh, what do you have for us first? You know, first I just really want to talk about, you know, when we think about sneaking something in there, we also have to remember yeah. that, uh, you know, the Secure Act was a priority for many members of both the House and Senate. It actually led to bipartisan support on um, negotiations. So, yeah, you know, in fact, it was actually sponsored by 55 Democrats and 44 Republicans in the Senate, and that included sponsorship included six Republicans and five Democrats. So to me, wow. you know, that indicates that the Secure Act 2.0 is the kind of meat and potatoes legislation that is free of many of the political squabbles we've become accustomed to in the last few years. Yeah, so it's so rare for both parties to agree on something, but the Secure Act 2.0 was one of those things. And everything I've heard about it is is good, things that can help people. So I know we're going to go over some of that. And yeah, that's amazing. Um, you said 55 Democrats and 44 Republicans in the Senate and six Republicans and five Democrats in the House. That's uh, that's crazy. Uh, oh, or vice versa. It was vice versa, wasn't it? No. Yeah. 55 and 44 in the House. And then it was and just sponsored. And, so, yeah, sponsored by six and five in the in the House so, yeah. or in the Senate. Yeah. Well, again, bipartisan support. That's huge, yep. obviously. So um, uh, what what is uh, it's good that we turn down the political temperature. Uh, I think that's good for everyday people. That's good news for us. What, where do you want to begin with the SECURE Act and what's in there? Well, really, we'll just kind of start off by saying that, you know, SECURE 2.0 has three main objectives. You know, number one, to nudge people to save more for their retirement. Two is to improve retirement rules. And three is to reduce the employer expense of setting up retirement plans. You know, some components of the new legislation went into effect January 1st of this year, while other provisions will begin in 2024 and 2025. All told, the new legislation includes 92 retirement savings provisions. Well, yeah, and and you know what? I I think... um, I'm sure we're not going to get through all 92 of the provisions today, Blake. <laughs> we got a real long show today, uh, Tony. Yeah, hopefully we aren't going to go through all 92, but uh, we are going to cover the highlights, and I think that's important. Um, are there any that jumped out at you? You know, the first one um, really is for those of us switching jobs, you know, going into a new job, starting with a new employer. Because beginning in 2025, um, the Secure Act 2.0 will require employers to automatically enroll eligible workers in 401k or 403b plans with a participation amount of at least 3% 
no greater than 10%. And then that contribution rises at 1% per year up to a minimum of 10% or a maximum of 15%. So that's one thing to be aware of, you know, if you start a new job in 2025 or later, just that this is going to be automatic. Now you do have the option to opt out of that, but it's in your best interest to just let it go, you know, to actually just get started and, um, you know, start saving for retirement. It even allows employers to incentivize participation with small financial rewards and small businesses with 10 or fewer employees, businesses that are less than three years old, church plans and government plans are exempt from that provision. Um, and furthermore, existing 401k plans aren't required to auto-enroll employees, just new plans. Right. And so um, the SECURE Act strikes me as a really good reason once again to work with someone like yourself, Blake, a financial professional who's, I mean, even if you feel good about your current strategy, it might not be a bad idea to take a look at that again, make sure this legislation isn't reason to make some adjustments. Uh, however modest, it, you know, it might be important, might save you big money down the road. Very true, Tony. The SECURE Act 2.0 also includes numerous changes to the required minimum distributions or RMD rules. Previously, retirees were required to begin taking RMDs when they turned 72, but on January 1st of this year, the SECURE Act 2.0 increases RMDs to 73, that age then jumps to 75 in 2023. So, you know, making sure that you're taking advantage of that and sitting down with your financial services professional to say, okay, you know, we based my retirement on this. We were doing a, you know, Roth conversion plan for this. You know, whatever it was that you were doing now, you might have some other options, you know, to save you a little bit more on taxes to, you know, just kind of open your options up. So make sure that you are sitting down with your professional to make sure that, you know, it doesn't require any changes to your current plan. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I can see where, you know, it, there are a lot of changes there and you can get deep in the weeds, but you need to understand the rules. There you go. I mean, that's huge. These are huge changes. And I know you've talked in the past uh, about some of your clients who might want to work longer or delay when they begin taking those required minimum distributions or RMDs. So this change seems like something that uh, will make a lot of people happy because it gives them more flexibility. They can take the money out when they want. They aren't forced to start taking it out as soon. Right. right. You know, and, and one of the other things that I really like about it is that it shrinks the excise tax. So essentially ah. the penalty that you pay when you don't take your RMDs is 50% of whatever that RMD would have been. Well, now they've switched it so that uh, it'll be from 50% down to only 25%, which is still quite a bit. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it's a much less hit than, uh, than that 50% that they were talking about. Sure. Um, also, uh, if the failure, failure to take an RMD is corrected in a timely fashion, the tax may be reduced from 25 to 10%. So, you know, if for whatever reason you forget to take it out, 
uh, you're not going to get hit with the full 50% like you would right now. You know, they've, they've decreased it so that, you know, you're just paying a regular penalty as if you were to take an early withdrawal from your account. Right. Well, and that's, uh, that's huge as well. I mean, you're hitting us with a lot of good information today. So if people out there are overwhelmed by what they're hearing, what do you advise? Well, you know, most important is don't panic. You know, in my opinion, many of the components of the Secure 2.0 Act are good news for retirees and near retirees. Go to investopedia.com and read the article for yourself. But more importantly, reach out to your financial services professional to discuss how this legislation might affect you and your retirement plan. Well, and it is going to affect you and your retirement plan. That's the bottom line. And you need to be working with a financial professional. So uh, with that note, how can our listeners out there get a hold of you, Blake? Yeah, Tony, listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 with any questions or concerns about the 2.0 Act. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, this is Campfire Financial Talk, and we're talking about what to know about that new Secure 2.0 Act, that uh, a lot of the things in the Act are taking effect this year. Uh, and what it means to you out there who are currently retired or getting close to it. Blake, what do you have for us next? You know, next, let's take a look at the catch-up contribution limits. Section 108 of the legislation indexes the $1,000 catch-up contributions for those 50 and older to the IRS cost-of-living adjustments. This particular provision goes into effect for taxable years beginning December 31st of this year. Additionally, uh, the Secure 2.0 Act enhances the catch-up limits for 401k, 403b, and 457 plan participants between the ages of 60 and 63 to the greater of $10,000 or 150% of the standard catch-up amount for that year, uh, beginning December 31st, 2024. For simple plans, the limit jumps from $3,500 to $5,000, also indexed to inflation. Well, obviously, these are significant changes. And as, as you said earlier in the show, the Secure Act 2.0 is a good reason to sit down with yourself, a financial professional, and see if the legislation can include things that justify some changes to your financial strategy. And that right there is a good example, catch-up limit. Definitely. You know, that can really, you know, supercharge your savings right before your retirement. So, you know, another thing that it does for us is that the legislation increases the annual deferral limit and the catch-up contribution at age 50 for simple IRA or 401k plans by 10% for employers with 25 or fewer employees. Those employers with 26 to 100 employees are permitted to offer higher deferral limits if the employer provides a 4% matching contribution or a 3% employer contribution. Uh, it also requires that catch-up contributions by employees who make more than $145,000 annually indexed to inflation must be made with after-tax Roth dollars. And this begins uh, December 31st of this year. Yeah, I had heard that starting next year, employers could offer matches on Roth 401ks now, and they weren't before. Plus, there were RMDs on Roths before, Roth 401ks 
anyway, when, when it comes to 401ks, employer sponsored 401ks before you still had to take RMDs from those, which is weird yeah. uh, because it's a Roth. There's no, and then now you don't. So I think that's, that's really good. And uh, obviously this is good too. Um, it's amazing how complex though and detailed this gets once you start peeling it apart. Oh yeah. That's why, you know, those 92 rules, we would not have enough time to go over. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, for sure. You know, one other thing that it does is it increases access to re- retirement savings in numerous ways. For example, um, it allows participants to access as much as $1,000 annually from retirement savings for emergency expenses, whether personal or family expenses, without getting hit with 10% early withdrawal penalties. This provision goes into effect January 2nd of 2024. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, it also permits employees to set up a Roth emergency savings account worth as much as $2,500 per participant beginning January 2nd, 2024. Also on that date, survivors of domestic abuse may withdraw the lesser of $10,000 or 50% of their retirement accounts without penalty. Uh, Finally, uh, it also permits victim of qualified federally declared natural disasters to withdraw as much as $22,000 from their retirement account without facing penalties. In this case, the withdrawal would be treated as gross income over three years without penalty. And this provision went into effect when the Secure 2.0 Act was passed. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. I, I think that's great. And again, it, it gets complex and detailed, but those are all good things. I really like, hey, starting next year, you're going to be able to take $1,000 a year out of your retirement account if you need it. And uh, without penalty. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah, a very good thing. Just yeah, offering more access to your money yep. for certain situations because, you know, you're not going to make it to retirement if you, you know, go through a natural disaster and lose your home. So <laughs> uh, being able to access some of your retirement funds to get yourself set back up is just a really, uh, a good, really good change as far as I see. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what's next? You know, there's another important part of the act, uh, that increases the amount people may move to a qualified longevity annuity contract or QLAC from 125,000 to 200,000. Additionally, it adjusts the 200,000 yearly limit for inflation and scrapes the rule capping QLAC prelims to 25% of a person's total plan assets. Uh, Certain provisions of this apply to QLACs that were bought or received after July 2nd, 2014, while others are effective as of the Secure 2.0 Act being signed into law. And you've mentioned during certain parts of the show today that the secure act goes into effect at different dates. Can you recap those dates for us? Of course. It's a great idea. You know, some parts of this legislation went into effect as soon as it was signed into law while others begin, uh, this year, 2024, or even later. For example, the automatic retirement plan enrollment piece of the legislation doesn't go into effect until 2025 while the jump in RMDs from 72 to 73 began on January 1st of this year. Wow. Okay. Good reminder. 
So how does the legislation impact when a person must begin taking RMDs? Let's look over that one more time before we go here. All right. So again, until the legislation was passed, folks had to begin taking RMDs at age 72. But the Secure 2.0 Act bumped the required minimum distribution age to 73 at the start of this year. That age jumps to 75 on January 1st, 2033. Okay. Does this act have any potential impact on Social Security? Very little, at least according to the article. Uh, Specifically, the Secure 2.0 Act doesn't address the Social Security Trust Fund, which some experts expect to run out of money in a little more than a decade. Wow. Okay. Well, on that note, we're out of time for today's show. We'll wrap it up here. But, uh, Blake, great show today. And this is so important. There's so much more to this act. Um, I know that uh, our listeners will have questions. So before we go, let them know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss any questions or concerns about the 2.0 Act you may have. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.